Hello, and welcome to Mitten Backstage. Thanks so much for joining us today. I had a great time chatting with today's guest, Carly Morehouse. Now, Carly is a member of Lipstick Jody, one of the founders of the band. And there's so much music from them coming out this year that they've put out. They have such a great sound. The band is is dialed in. They've been super fun to play with. You know, we've shared shows together uh, in my band, Earth Radio. We're actually doing a show together March 18th at the Pyramid Scheme, if y'all are in Grand Rapids around then. It's going to be Earth Radio's album release party for 2023. So should be a fun time. But we chatted a lot today about internet culture, social media, just the the ways we're trying to digest and navigate all these different expectations of musicians online nowadays. And it was it was fun to just really dive into that subject matter with someone who understands the paralyzing decision-making that comes from having so many tools at your disposal, but not wanting to put things out that do not serve growing a band or a business, but also still trying to be personable along the way. So we get vulnerable and talk about our recent wellness experiences as well, and uh, how we're trying to take better care of ourselves and the people around us. So it was a great conversation. If you liked today's episode and you want to support this podcast and other music things that I do, you can head on over to patreon.com slash There you can contribute at different tier levels to get access to different perks. Things are going to be updated for 2023 to make things a little more streamlined. I'm all caught up on the uh, Patreon newsletters. So if you haven't gotten yours yet, it should be coming soon. You could also go to DutcherSnedeker.com to see everything else that I'm up to around the internet, around the West Michigan area, around the greater Michigan area, playing with bands like Earth Radio, Normal Mode, Mark Lavengood, the music that raised us tribute show. I'm currently working on a musical with uh, West Shore Community College. So if you have uh, the first two weekends of March free and you're looking for something to do, come check out our production of Footloose. It's gonna be a fun time. Anyway. Let's get right into today's conversation with Carly Morehouse. Yeah, how's it been? It's it's a new year. It's things are happening. <laughs> We're doing a show uh, together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, uh, it's uh, uh, holidays are overwhelming, but other than that, I mean, it's been good. Just trying to collect everything and figure out what to do with it. Basically, <laughs> how have you been? Yeah, I feel like. That's I'm in a similar boat where I could I think of I had a massage therapy appointment this week and uh, the masseuse I work with likes to kind of do like a debriefing of like, okay, what's you know, how was your week? What's some stressors, you know, like try to just like calm down a little bit before getting into the session. Mm -hmm. And and she was uh mentioning like oh the word i, I would describe for how, what you were telling me is exasperated <laughs> oh, I'm, no. like, I'm like yeah it's because like, i had like you know the holidays were fun and i you know i got to see some music and, and do some things which you know very rare when you're a musician it's like oh, i'm gonna go see entertainment that i'm not also playing honestly truly <laughs> and uh so it was fun but then that first full week of January, uh, I ended up getting COVID. It, like I finally got it. 
So I was like, okay, the one week I was going to have to like decompress and like practice for this musical contract that I'm doing now is like, I'm just trying to get better from COVID. So it, yeah. it was, it was just like getting sick and then thrown right into the, you know, living part-time in Ludington and, you know, being home for the weekends for, you know, certain gigs or things. <laughs> Sure. So, oh my god. Yeah, it's like, all right, here we go. I've had COVID twice. It's horrible. So I'm sorry that happened. <laughs> terrible. Yeah, oh it, it was very like it was that thing where I I tested when I tested negative, I was like, cool. And I didn't have a day to decompress from that. It was just like, all right, I got a photo shoot, music they raised us, the musical thing starts, to, you know, the next day I had a recording session the same day as one of the rehearsals. I had to like drive down to Grand Haven and then back up to Ludington to make rehearsal. And I was just like, okay, I'd, I'd like a break again. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of people that don't do music think that, um, they're that everything is directly next to each other or like in our own homes yeah. and don't realize like <laughs> the scheduling and like the driving it takes to like do every little thing that is required of you like as a musician <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, and, it, and especially like you know I think of things like budgeting like yeah if yeah. you go to the same <laughs> job every week you go to the same places around town every you know for entertainment you don't tr you know you plan your travel out months in advance versus like you know, like, okay, this week I'm in these four cities and God. <laughs> I just kind of have to work around that. <laughs> right. And it's like, it's, it's not just, I'm, I'm in these four cities. It's like, I'm getting there. I'm, um, I'm having to like figure out how to eat in between at like somewhat regular hours. Um, if, if you're lucky and, yeah. Uh, making sure that you're drinking enough water while you're in the car while simultaneously not drinking enough water because you can't stop that frequently. Yes. Like, see, like, like there's just so many moving parts, like all the time. And everyone's no one, I don't think anyone thinks about it. I don't. Yeah. And, he, and it's like, you know, there's, there's some people who they'll see like, Oh no, but like the tour bus, like you get a bus and someone drives you, you can sleep during the night and you're at your next stop. And it's like, yeah, no. but you're, you're bunked with a bunch of people or it's like you're crammed in like, you know, it's a larger vehicle than your personal car, but it's still, you know, you're cramming as much stuff into one vehicle and it's not always comfortable and, you know, no. it's, hard, it's hard to focus sometimes. <laughs> it's, it's like we're That's not all, in, yeah, we're not all like, you know, if, I I joke that I wish there was um like whatever like Goku and Vegeta and Dragon Ball Z use when they get into that like like stasis chamber and they they're all like you know all the metric I don't know they're all wired up and they yeah. it's like yeah I just got crushed by a planet but in this chamber I'll heal in like two days <laughs> no big deal uh that honestly sounds great that sounds yeah. really nice that's yeah, actually well, your massage therapy appointments that's yeah. <laughs> what that is it's just a pod and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because well, and then I had um uh my first uh semi-negative experience with um uh what was it uh like a sensory de deprivation tank because I've done it a bunch of times and it's always been like I'm calm, it's you know relaxing, you know, you get into like a meditative state, but then last week it must have just been coming off of COVID, like still, you know, a lot of baked in stress from being sick it was like 
once I got in the flow of it, it was like, oh, this is just a stress dream now. <laughs> and I'm just in this tank. I'm actually terrified. Someone let me out. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, why is there more ache and more pain? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so, yeah, so I got out and I was just like, okay, maybe the shower will help. But then I just got tired from the shower and I'm like, all right, I guess here we go. Just chin up. <laughs> Oh God. So hopefully it's been at least, you know, I've I've heard a lot of people who've had the opposite where it's like, oh, it's kind of a slow start to the year. And I'm like, that that can we like trade a couple days? Yeah. (laughs) I I feel like I mean I feel like I have like both of those experiences in this moment. It's very um we're recording uh new music or we're trying to like we're trying we have a bunch of new music that we're trying to finish and um it's like basically like we have a lot to do and we have days and we are busy but at the same time it's very much just like hurry up wait yeah okay no we're going now we're going no no no, stop now we gotta wait for this thing okay no no we're gonna go again we're good we're good like yeah so it's it's uh it can be anxiety inducing for sure my microphone is falling <laughs> i just realized oh yes yeah. i'm like wait a minute that's way lower than it was just slowly yeah <laughs> oh geez <laughs> the stand is old <laughs> yeah well and i totally get that with you know earth radio we you know obviously we have the show together and that's our album release for this mm-hmm. ep that we've been working on the last couple of years um but then you know monday we're gonna start our rehearsals for the the planetarium show at least you know meeting in the space to like dial in how it works with the visuals that'll look and so sweet i'm so excited <laughs> yeah i'm i'm it was such a fun time last year with normal mode and that you know it felt easy because normal mode a lot of the you know it's a lot of space imagery and and stuff um mm-hmm. so it was like hey can you just like this is about carl sagan can you just plop up something and some carl sagan audio or something nice. <laughs> Um, but yeah, with Earth Radio, it'll be fun to kind of soft launch the EP and and drop a single that day, and you know, drop in space because you know why not? <laughs> at yeah, planetarium. Yeah, no, absolutely. No, that's gonna be really sick. <laughs> yeah, and so it's like there's been a lot of because um, our last show was supposed to be in December, but we ended up having to cancel, and uh, so the last thing we did together. I don't, I think it was day before Thanksgiving. So that was a oh, wow. show with the band. Um, and we haven't, I mean, we've been doing like virtual meetings and, you know, remotely and, you know, talking about stuff and getting things planned. And Justin's been doing booking and, um, you know, uh, Hannah just took a trip to New Orleans and it's like <laughs> everyone's kind of doing little things individually and, uh, yeah and, and we're gonna kind of come together and it's like all right we got a week to make sure this is dialed in and yep we have like, the same go, go, thing go. <laughs> we have the same exact thing that except they um they live like two hours in, uh, in each direction from me so it's like <laughs> a lot some of the time it's just like day of like okay we're gonna practice then then we're gonna play the show same day let's go like yes it's, just, it's really <laughs> it's great <laughs> wonderful yeah and i think that's another thing people forget about bands is like 
you know, as much as you see them all together on a stage, the handful of times you see them in a year, it's like they might not all live in the same city. It's not, no. Yeah. It's, some bands are like, you know, oh, I, li- I have a house in L.A. and, you know, he lives in Chicago. And and then they like build their own mini careers on the off off times from the band and then they you know have an agency helping put together like all right you're doing two months and then they all get together and travel and then but you know it's, it's like, kind of like a theater production like really. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so do we remember how to do this all right your part all right a lighting guy all right sound guy. yeah it's it's a lot of moving parts and yeah um but yeah it's uh i mean it even as weird as the year started it's it's feeling like a better start to the year um overall uh because last year was like i i was supposed to do the musical i'm doing this year last year oh, but yeah. Ludington had um like a 25 percent omnicron infection rate so it was like every event they did it was like multiple people are getting sick <laughs> oh, so no. uh there was no you know, there was no like, all right, let's, uh, you know, keep things updated and, and, you know, keep people in the know. It was like two weeks before I was expecting to go, it, it was pulled, <laughs> the plug was pulled and I'm like, okay, that's two and a half months of work that just opened up. Oh my God. So, that's just, yeah, it was very like, you know, like you can't give me like even 500 bucks to <laughs> to cover like, the brain power i just put into this like yeah like the i mean I, I was it was fortunate that like you know mark lavengood was having some stuff at the old goat so i jumped on those oh, yeah. and then that led to getting in the you know meeting the management and all the people there to be able to get the solo gig and then uh normal mode had our residency so it was like some good things came out of you know a very yeah. unexpected cancellation <laughs> <Right>. but <laughs> Yeah, this year, you know, and even in spite of COVID, it was like, all right, there's the things that have been planned for months are happening. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, and you can actually like mildly count on them. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very like, it you know, last year was so busy, and it felt kind of like a a reaction to the past couple of years of just like, I felt that like everything and everyone's going to see everything we're doing. Cause we're going everywhere. And now yes. this, this year we're like, all right, we have control a little more over what we can do. So let's hit these spots, make time to create stuff, you know, not go crazy. <laughs> yeah. Like that's, that's a lot of what we've been doing. Like even uh, we're not as booked as we usually would be at this point, but like we have a couple of, we have a handful of things that just need to be confirmed, but like right, everything has been, um, the last couple of months have been just very much like, I want to intentionally do things next year or this year rather. Right. Um, like with recording and with like releasing th- things intentionally, the things that I want to release and I, and like actually spend time doing them and making what we want to be making, but also with shows like I, 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 we thoroughly enjoyed and I thoroughly enjoyed like playing everything we played last year, like uh, live, but right. yeah, again, like it, it just, it very much felt like a symptom of like, none of us got to do anything for like two years. And then I don't, I kind of just like 
said yes to anything. And it was just, which is fine, but yeah, I just, uh, I, I think for career's sake, it's just, I feel like this year is the year of intention. That's what I keep calling it. (laughs) Yeah. It has to be done. It just has to be done. Yeah. And well, and that's, that's why I, I felt compelled at the end of the year, you know, it was, it was such a weird, like, it was just, it felt like two months of like trying to address burnout, like towards the end of the year yeah, and, and just getting like, all right, I get a little dopamine kick from doing some shows, but then it's like, all right, I have a week where I still have work to do, but I don't want to do anything, but I have to do this work. Yes. But because I just I'm inserted myself for a month. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like so, I, I need a minute. <laughs> yeah, I need it. And and uh and you know, it, that's a lot of what all of the groups I'm involved in have been talking about, like being a little more strategic of where we're playing, how we're presenting the band, how we're mm-hmm. you know, making content, you know, trying to grow the uh you know, the infrastructure online, but also trying to manage it in a way that's not you know, like we all can't be a, a Gary V who's got an entire team who can document every second of word he says mm-hmm. <laughs> about, you know, work as hard as I do, but you got to be happy. But if you work as hard as I do, you won't be. <laughs> so. I have such a hard time with content, like, and it just gets worse and worse by the day. <laughs> but like, I, I thoroughly enjoy making it like when I do make it, but it, um, uh, a lot of what I want to make isn't necessarily productive online in that moment. Cause everything like, just like moves so quickly. Like, yeah. like this is really cool for like two seconds or like, this is trending for a minute. And um, I don't know. I, and I've always, I've always very much just tried to like put myself out there rather than like maybe what the, internet wants me to do or wants musicians to do period um i don't know i've just been having fun like doing like stupid little mini covers or like it or like if a meme does like hit me just try it like i i i love doing that kind of stuff like i just i want to do something that's going to make me happy that other people might like (laughs) like it's just it's a hard it's hard it's a really hard balance lately i've been noticing yeah Um, it's 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 and you know i think of like in the way that like you know in the i don't know the 60s you've got like okay you can do radio television newspapers magazine like you could do print and like a couple visual and audio advertising and it's like you know it's like oh i want to have people buy my cars so you make a bunch of different ads in different spaces like you know, different presentations of that same idea. And now that's the same with like social media, you have like, all right, if I make a reel on Instagram, I have to kind of dress it up or present it a little different if it wants to be a YouTube short, but then I have to change it a little bit for TikTok and a little bit, you know, if you want to (laughs) even be on Snapchat where it just seems like a a graveyard for internet reality TV or something. Yeah, no, the the Snapchat highlights are really freaky. Right? I, I can't like I, I can't even open that tab. I'm just like I'm on Snapchat to troll my friends and to show them cat pictures. That's all I need. Yeah, but um, yeah, no, like uh, even just like I I try to like if I'm if I make TikToks 
or when I do, like I try to just stray to or stay to uh, TikTok and Reels. But yeah, it's like you have to think about like how the app communicates with like what you're making. And um, like, obviously, you want people to like see and like the thing that you're making, even if like, you know, you're not necessarily trying to go viral in that moment or you right. know that like it's not like it you know like it might <laughs> it probably won't but like this is fun to do in the moment but like yeah it's uh i finally figured out the app to use so that like i can make i can like make a uh, film edit and like add effects to a tiktok that i make or a reel that, that i want to post on instagram and tiktok and then like export it <laughs> And then put it into the app so but like in a way where the app won't shadow ban us right because we've still used an app that like they have relations with if that makes any like you have to sit and yes. think about like how the algorithm works too because i'm just like i'm not just gonna make this for nobody or else i won't do it right <laughs> you know, <Yes>. like, <laughs> like and it's just there's just so many again like I, that's i guess that's the theme just like a bunch of moving parts that like i don't think a lot of people think about especially people that don't make content on a regular basis and yeah. it's just it's so and if when i do come up when i do come up with an idea or like i get stuck on an idea that i want to do something i have to like put that away or else i will not do it <laughs> like because there's just so much there <laughs> yeah and like yeah it's it's that feeling of um you know you don't want to make something for nobody it, it's like there's that it's that weird feeling of like okay artists are supposed to make things and that's how they improve their own you know they hone their craft they yeah. you know, maybe they find insight and it, it evolves but then it's it's that weird thing of like okay but now creation is this the marketing tool very explicitly but everyone's consuming <laughs> it, it you know different it's like some people listen to four hours of Joe Rogan on DMT or, and then the other people can't make it through a 15 second TikTok without like hitting another. <laughs> Truly though. And it's like, like, there's no way to like, I mean, the, you know, technically there is, if you like pay a bunch of money and get the, you know, send out a bunch of ads, get, you know, cast a bunch of lines, get analytical data, have a team to analyze that, you know, like. That's different. Like, yeah, yeah. if I, if there was a, if there was a whole team that strictly just was like, <laughs> Hey, make this. That'd be A plus. That'd be A plus. Cause it's like, I, I can make the thing. I can film myself doing the thing. I can even like edit it and like put it together for you. But right. when it comes to like that thing doing what we want it to do, which is be seen and be liked. Yes. Um, on at a, at a semi successful or viral level. Right. I don't want to. I, I, I can't think about all of that at the same time or, or it's just so overwhelming that I'm like, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm over it. Or like, especially like during the shutdown and stuff, it's um, when like none of us could like, sorry, I live on Eastern and they like to drag race here, I guess. Oh. Um, it's great. I <laughs> yeah. uh, love it here. Uh, but uh, yeah, they, uh, uh, like during the shutdown there, I was like an avid like gym rat. Like I I went to the gym like five times a week, like minimum. I was like eating super like pretty like pretty clean, clean enough. Like I'm not I'm not gonna like 
hate myself, but like, right, yeah. <laughs> like I like, I, I ate pretty clean and I was like super healthy, super fit doing like, um, uh, like face masks and like the whole, like I was doing a lot of self-care and then the shutdown happened and it was like end of end of life end of all of that because it's like you can only like go in the living room especially when you have like roommates who are like i loved but like there's only so much exercise you can do in a another room with other people there when you don't have access to like any sort of equipment there's only so many body work like body workouts you can do and i hate running outside i'm not doing that but and no one no one needs to see that um but like when i would try to make content like especially like as it dragged on and as I like didn't look how I wanted to, cause like I suffer from like dysphoria and dysmorphia, like oh, gender yeah. and body, like, <laughs> and like <laughs> sometimes, and it's like not as bad lately. I've actually been pretty good, but like, that's good. I've, when I make this content, I'll like take, I'll do like multiple takes and I'm like, you know what? I'm ugly. I don't want to do this anymore. And I don't, I rationally know that's not true. Like I rationally know, but it's just like, I don't know. You just, you get to a point where it's like, there are too many things that I have to monitor while I'm doing this while also making it that I just am like, you know what? I don't have the capacity for this today. I can't do it. It's just too damn much. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and part of this process I've been going on recently too, of like, you know, because it, it, self-care in 2020 was like, what if all of the food came to my house <laughs> all yes. the time? Yes. And, oh, you want your groceries delivered? You don't even do to take a walk while you do it. Yeah. <laughs> like you want groceries? Don't even have the energy to make food. How about, you know, you're a hero if you order locally. <laughs> yeah. It's like Jim Gaffigan's joke. He's like, wait a minute. I'm a hero if I eat out every day <laughs> no is, no literally time. <laughs> no, that's, that's, that's exactly what they did uh, we were it was um like when the shutdown shutdown really happened it was uh andy and i and jody and uh andy's girlfriend our friend alana and we had like the best time like truly like i we couldn't have like been with better people like in this situation because we were all just like we all have like this mania and when we get together it gets worse <laughs> but we're, it's funny and it's fun and it's it's like it's whimsical and it's like right. it's a really good time and basically all we did was just like play cards and um alana is a bartender and like she just like would make drinks constantly oh, wow. <laughs> so, like <laughs> Like, and it, it's like, what else are you going to do? You know, but yeah. after, after a good handful of months, I start realizing that my body doesn't respond to alcohol very well and that I'm not going to the gym. And then all of these things are happening. And <laughs> by the time that I'm like, oh, I should probably start making content. I'm like, I look horrible. I don't want anyone to see me. I don't want anyone to see me do anything. This is, I think this is, I think we've made a grave mistake, you guys. <laughs> Yeah. And well, and it was interesting for me because like, you know, I, I, I felt like I made a ton of content in 2020 and 2021 mm -hmm. and then like only pockets of it during 2022. Um, Cause we were all playing shows. Yeah. It, it was, <laughs> it was just like, all right, I got, you know, a clip from yesterday or like, you know, I like to take people's Instagram story clips and just like make them into a reel and tag mm -hmm. a bunch of people and be like, thanks for coming to the show. But uh yeah it was like when 
you know, some people would be like, oh, I've, I've, this is definitely my worst. Cause I it was like, I was at my unhealthiest point. You know, I, mm-hmm. I uh, was just, you know, kind of, I, I was almost like trying to, cause it, I'm all about like, you know, Hey, this is the music, this is the music industry. It's not you seeing Ariana Grande once on television. That's not, no. that's not the industry. The industry is, thousands of people all trying to figure out what like 10 organizations seem to dictate for the planet yeah (laughs) and and it's like you know you could buy whatever guide you could you know try whatever skill but there's still a level of luck or you know the right you know not even like the right plan thing at the right time. Sometimes it's like the planned thing at the wrong time or the wrong thing at the, yes. it's like, I didn't want to be known for this, but I guess this is what people latched on to. Right. And I, I, I think of like the, the Canet Kirkland band, which like, I, I don't know if you heard it. Did you, have you seen any uh, of that? I briefly maybe seen it. Maybe a little bit. Yeah. Which like, like basically they just, uh, it's a it's a band, but they are all friends and they hang out and they just um, they get a brand of uh, I think it's just alcohol or maybe it's alcohol and food. I don't know. But I saw the alcohol one where it was just like, here is a, a whiskey uh, from uh, Costco. And then here is a whiskey that is supposed to be equivalent and they have to guess which one's which. Oh, or like yeah. if what like if if like the Costco one is better, it's like they, it's a blind t- taste test, whatever. But that pop, that shit popped off yeah. and they're like touring and like, oh, like selling out venues and shit. And I'm just like, <laughs> that's cool. I think I would be really upset if that happened. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's not what I like. That's not what I want to pop off with. Like, that's not yeah. the way I want to do it. And I, I, I see a lot of TikTok artists that are doing that, which is like, I, I, it's fine. And that's cool. But like me personally i don't want to be a flash in the pan artist if that right. like if and when success happens right I, I just i want i want to continue to be like create art and create it in in like the big emotional way that i do it right but i yeah <laughs> like i don't want to like sure let's have a meme pop off but like i'm gonna be in the comments being like yo i'm actually really sad here's some music like <laughs> I'm actually not coming home. Here's this album I wrote about how much I uh, cry. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. listen to this. Listen to this. Uh, You'll think it's really funny. (laughs) You'll love it. You'll Um, love it. (laughs) Well, and and that's kind of been, you know, part of the recent journey, at least with, uh, you know, I started with a nutritionist in November and I you know, you got a new massage therapist. I, you know, saw a chiropractor for the first time. I'm like trying to dial in, like, these are the things I need to do to get to feeling better at a more constant. Cause yeah, it was, you became aware of it too. Yeah. Like just, just being aware of it. And then, you know, as things progress forward, it's like, it's that the, I think the two main frustrating things is like, okay, this thing that was, you know, my unconscious or conscious way of coping for like a decade through music school and like all the craziness of of that, um, that got me to this point isn't working. So it's Mm -hmm. like, okay, I can't, all those instinctive habits I have to retrain and that's frustrating. That's hard. And then it's the other thing of like, it's like, I know I'm intelligent (laughs) and I know (laughs) I can play piano, 
well, but you know, intelligence and piano aren't going to change the habits. It's got to be consistent. I mean, to some degree intelligence, but like, it's just (laughs) showing up and being consistent. And that's very tricky when your schedule could be like, I have the whole day open, but tomorrow is booked from nine in the morning till midnight or like just some crazy full day of multiple, you know, rehearsals or, you know, like yesterday I did the old go and then had a couple hours to just kind of glance at Nathan Walton's music. And then I went to founders and played with him and that was still like 11, but, uh, so yeah, it's like figuring out how to uh, thinking about like when I made content 2020, 2021, it was like, okay, the authenticity is like, okay, look at, you know, I'm playing music, but do you see how like tired (laughs) and and, like just sad and like not just be like, okay, is this, do you like this? I really wish I could go play somewhere, but yeah, no, it's it's not the same. (laughs) We, we tried doing a a streaming thing for a couple weeks, especially when they were like first like revving up. And I, I just, cause we lived together and I just, I looked at him and I was just like, I can't do this. This is actually just making me sad. Like this is actually just making me upset. Cause like, I'm, I love playing music. Like, and there's multiple like levels of that, but to play for other people and not hear anything on the other end is like so isolating. And I like, I struggle with isolations and, and that was like peak isolation. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was just like, Andy, we can't do this. Like, I'm just like, I don't want to keep doing this at all, actually. I'm good. I'm all set. This is actually just upsetting me. Yeah. And in some ways, it was was nice to be involved with, like, the Spread the Music Fest and, like, the music, Mm -hmm. the Michigan Artist. That was fun. And, yeah, it was, like, it was good to have some some things I could, you know, certain remote collaborations, certain, you know, just things to kind of break up the, you know, the constant of like okay nothing's changed yet so i guess i gotta do something to make it feel like it's a different day (laughs) yeah no literally literally and i gotta go outside and go touch some grass like (laughs) (laughs) i see sunlight (laughs) i i don't know i i i know i know it's like obviously like COVID's still a thing but like obviously but on the other hand like everything it's a lot more safe. It's a lot more open. Um, like plans are still happening, but this uh, overcast weather is <laughs> reminding me of that time quite a bit lately. <laughs> so I think it's just on my mind. Yeah. <laughs> where where I, I'm at, like I'm where you're at, right? Like I I think it was um actually I think it was around November. I think you and I are on the same thing where I just <laughs> um I asked Jody for something. Uh, I asked her to find me a video of Andy from like, I think it was from Beaver Island or something. It, it was, just, it was for his birthday. I wanted to like post it. Oh yeah. And, and it was on her phone and she started going through her Instagram to find it, like her archives. And <laughs> she started finding a bunch of stuff from like <laughs> before the shutdown. And cause she was, she was going to the gym with me. Like she's eating with me and like, Oh yeah. All of that. And I, I'm like in the throes of depression. And then I look at these videos and she's like, she's sending them to me and she's like, look at this, look at that. And I'm just like, that 
destroyed me. I look so healthy and not even like, I was like in a body way. Sure. But like, I had so much energy and like so Mm -hmm. much positive energy and was just like looking forward to the next day. You know, (laughs) I looked at, I I was like, she just kept sending it to me. And then I like got home from work and she's like showing me some more in person. And I'm just like, I need to go back to the gym. I need to go back to the gym because I, I originally started because I just, I have severe anxiety, like just like, like get it off of me. I'm, I'm like dealing with a weird, like, um, like panic disorder, like throat tension thing. Oh yeah. It's really cool. It happens it's, it's for no reason. Great. It's awesome. <laughs> um, had to get a psyche valve <laughs> or a psych referral. Ooh. haven't had the email yet. <laughs> um, super cool. Um, yeah. But yeah, just like, I was like, I need to go back to the gym, not only to like, just move my body more, but Mm -hmm. for the endorphins alone, because I looked so happy to be there. I I looked so excited for whatever was about to happen next. And I, um, it has helped like it, it, like facing that. And like, again, changing those habits, like, Hey, we can't sit and like watch TV after dinner. Like I need to go, I need to do something else, whether that be, I have a standing desk in my studio. And so I'm not sitting, I'm not sitting down. I've like got my, my sensor up my, like I've got the guitar out, like everything's got to be ready to go so that I can walk down there and like make or do whatever and not sit down and like with my crouched over our shoulders and all that. But (laughs) yeah, I just, it finding like facing that going, okay, just do it. You like, obviously it works for you. I just watched it in like real time and like just, it's like instilling those behaviors and like changing those habits. It's like so hard, but like in this moment, I feel so much better than I did before. Mm-hmm. It's like in like early November, October, I was starting to lose my mind. A little yes. bit. <laughs> so I totally, I you know, long story to say, I totally understand where you're coming from. Yeah. Yes. Like I gotta find something I gotta do like, cause as much as, music is an outlet and like is a is a form of meditation and is a form of therapy that um it's also like it's also like your wife it's also your your partner it's also your your child it's also like your it's also your job and you can't (laughs) just just like you can't put all of that into the person you're with you can't put all of that into one basket like that and expect everything to go the way you want it to <laughs> right yeah <laughs> like you have to you gotta you gotta move some eggs around <laughs> like <laughs> yeah it was it was definitely like because granted i think another aspect of how tricky it's been is like starting new food habits around the holidays was mm, really hard yes <laughs> And, oh my God. you know, it was like, all right, we're going to hibachi, but I can only, I have to like portion it down and I can't have it prepared a certain way. And then, all right, it's Christmas day. And every Christmas my mom makes like 10 desserts. Oh <laughs> it's my like, God. you know, deli- like different cookies or little brownies or, you know, get some ice cream or pie or cake or, you know, whatever she wants to mm. have as on a spread and, 
And so it was like, well, uh, can't do that. <laughs> Gotta bring my own, like, here's my chicken and veggies I made because today's the protein and veggie day. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. And that's, yeah. And it's in also like not punishing yourself if you like do like stray away from the intention that you had that day right. or that moment or what that week or whatever. Like that's, that's also another part just like being like, it's fine. It's not going to destroy what I'm doing here. Right. And that's, <laughs> yeah, and that's, that's where like, I think there's, you know, I don't think it's a, a full-blown anxiety disorder, but it's, you know, I've, I, I, I think of like when I was at Western, my first semester, I had a pretty bad feeling of like what I think was imposter syndrome. I just, I didn't feel like I had deserved the, the money just cause I felt a little overwhelmed with the schedule and kind of mm. trying to process like, you know, like I had done some jazz, you know, gigging out around, you know, around the area. And like, I'd learned a lot doing it as an elective in my classical undergrad, but then getting into the weeds of actual jazz. And it's like, it's such a tall order to like, <laughs> you know like hey digest you know it's like every person who's studied it forever they all have an album you have to listen to and you have to transcribe from and you have to it's like have you listened to this band that was only made twice in existence playing one live recording that was a bootleg recorded on the b-side of a I'm like <laughs> i don't know what you're talking about that's <laughs> I, not I a language it. i know <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like I'm just I'm trying to just get the degree. I also have the rest of my life to learn all the jazz, and it's right. like I've, 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 I feel like with the solo piano gig, I've applied a lot more of it. But um, yeah, part of I guess the you know it's like I've I've always had the like the people pleaser you know mindset, and that's been you know, it, it works to a point and then it just becomes like diminishing returns of like, Oh, I'm giving up my time and sanity and yeah. <laughs> resources. And sometimes, you know, my value to like, you know, make sure that the peace is kept or things are accommodated or, you know, just trying to get through a, a weird gig or, a, you know, having to work with a client that you're just like, this person sucks. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't want to play this thing that they hired me to do, but all right, here, I, I guess I needed the money, but um, yeah. So it's a, it's a process of like, as I'm doing all these wellness practices, I, th I think of today, like I have a, uh, a phone meeting with my nutritionist and I know I'm only going to have like four of the seven days filled out with the food journal stuff. Yeah. Cause I was like, <laughs> I was like, all right, you said I had to like when I was healing from COVID to eat this way. And then that kind of rolled into the normal flow of how things were, but then I was so busy. And then, so it, yeah, it's like not beating myself up for having way too much on my plate. Uh, but still, you know, cause there is improvement. It's like, I'm, I'm eating better. I'm, I'm at least from early 2021, I'm down a little over 50 pounds and there's oh, wow. a lot of, you know, changes in like sleep and, uh, I don't know, a little bit of focus and mental clarity, which is nice. It's not a lot of like in and out of food comas and <laughs> <laughs> just trying to like, all right, I'm trying to relax. And then the only way my, you know, dopamine starved brain 
thinks it wants to relax is like, what if you got all of this food and then that was the rest of the day? <laughs> yeah. It's just enjoying this- food and not moving. <laughs> <laughs> like not yeah. even like being too burnt out to like you know like oh man why do i have to go downstairs to get delivery why can't they just bring it <laughs> just yeah. put it in my face or <laughs> just like throw it at it's like it could still be contactless just throw it at me <laughs> don't look yeah. at me <laughs> don't don't look at it i don't need to know <laughs> yeah yeah so it's yeah it's been it's been an interesting process and also like those first steps of like trying to be more assertive of setting boundaries and how unnatural it feels because it it's like it's advocating in a way that to me feels contentious or it feels like I'm being you know I don't know not full-blown combative but just like you know not immediately being like yes I have the means and the you know the wherewithal to accommodate your life with my circumstances or my time. Cause it's more flexible, but then it's like, yeah, but the more I do that, the less I have to, you know, create anything <laughs> or sleep. Yeah. Or <laughs> it's like, I've, that's a big lesson I've had to learn uh, in my twenties for sure. I just turned 28. Um, oh, nice. Yeah. Well in November, like, but like, it feels I can't believe it's January, but um, yeah. it like, I, yeah, I've definitely like just very much been a yes man, like forever. And like, but was taught from a very young age that like saying no would deprive me of X, Y, and Z and learning that that's not true. And that, and also learning that, that like that people pleasing nature of saying yes to everything and to everyone will not only deprive like myself, but deprives the people I love around me. Right. (laughs) Which is like, that's a whole nother like layer of it. Yeah. (laughs) Was like, I, it was, it was learning that like, like Jody, for example, it's like, it's, it's learning that saying yes to things that I don't want to say yes to depletes me and then doesn't allow me to provide emotionally for her or like my mom or like, or whoever, um, or like, or to like show up for Andy and Joe, like, and like be present for them because I've, I've overworked myself with something that I don't even like doing. And, um, sure. Maybe that means I don't make as much money that I want to, but in the end I have more capacity to do the things that I want to do and actually show up for myself and people that I want to show up for. (laughs) It was a real, that was was a really hard lesson to learn that I'm, I mean, I still fight with, but I, um, I find myself like seeing other friends, like have that same issue (laughs) and be like, Hey, you don't have to say yes to that. (laughs) like hey uh, i wish i would have had a me yelling at me so don't say yes to that you don't have to do that yeah (laughs) like what what is that gonna do like sure that's gonna help you right now is that gonna help you like long term no oh you're just gonna be really tired and you'll maybe make like a hundred more dollars or like you'll maybe like make that person uh feel better when they don't pour back into you ever oh oh then what are you doing for you (laughs) like it's just uh, (laughs) 
I just Jody keeps saying this all the time lately. She's like, I, I gotta put the gas mask on my own face first, or the gas mask. Oh my god, the air mask <laughs> on my own face first. Oh like, right, the, yeah. Like with the airport. <laughs> oh yeah, god. yeah. Assist someone, yeah, before you put your own mask on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's like no, that's at, like she says it as a joke, but I'm like, but like as like a funny like metaphor, but it's true. Like it's just like no, you have to you have to do that because if you don't like like in like a plane crash situation, if you don't help yourself with the oxygen you're not gonna be able to help anybody else there because you're gonna be dead <laughs> like, yeah and yeah. Like, uh, yeah and and yeah and when i think of like it's been interesting having conversations with people in different career fields or different positions of income that have um you know it's like gigging musicians are figuring out like okay how do we how do we streamline it so that we're still there's still art being created there's still money coming in for the band that's part of the business and helps continue to grow everything but then how do we also block off time to like connect as a band or block time to go you know do our own things for a week mm -hmm. or two weeks or however long and and then i you know i've had conversations with other people who it, a lot of them in management positions um even if they understand some of the younger generation's attitudes towards work culture, um, there's still that level of like, yeah, you know, when people want to work again, I'm like, who wants yeah. to work? No one wants to work. It's like, you oh, you want to, you want to do that? Like, yes. Yes. It's like, no, absolutely. Yeah. I'm like, you know, as someone who has the potential and even as much as I've stripped away from the schedule this year to make more room, stuff you know asks come in all the time there's you know plenty of work that always needs to be done even even if it's like okay this year is just earth radio that's all right we we have merch to you know design and order we have albums to put out we have campaigns we might want to do mm -hmm. for fundraising we have media appearances we have booking things we have phone calls emails travel performances mm -hmm. maintenance you know like all these things just into one band and then, you know, that's why I feel like a lot of musicians are like trying to figure out the the work life balance because a lot of us, even if we're not full full time mus musicians, it's like if art is set, you know, art is a big part of what we do. It's like you can't help but want to do a bunch of work. So it's like trying to divorce the idea that work hours equals meeting your passion and that's really hard for me to actualize because sometimes a day is going to be there where i don't have the capacity to work or energy and maybe i only do one thing but then you have to remind yourself that rest is productive so it's like undoing that you know that culture that would say the opposite that's like you know, like uh, someone framed the idea of time management as like a <laughs> as a like a capitalist, you know, propaganda tool. And I was thinking about it and it's like, yeah, I guess if, you know, personal time management makes sense. If you're like, I want to budget time to go on a walk or make dinner or, you know, like have time to decompress after work or plan a trip. But then there's the other side of time management that gets harped on on the Internet where it's like you have to maximize your working hours. Like, you, you know, I think of early Casey Neistat videos where he was like, I get up at four in the morning, I do no. this, and then I have <laughs> a three-hour work block, food, a six-hour work block, 
food, a two hour work block, two hours at home sleep. And it's like, I'd, I'm like, that's no, <laughs> that's not, that's not human. That's not, yeah. that's not human at all. I, uh, I, I actually work at a uh, madcap. I'm like, just, I just bag coffee like during the week. I literally <laughs> oh, nice. just, it's pretty great. Um, yeah. <laughs> but they, they allowed me to, um, I was working nine to five for a while, which like is I hate that shift so much. <laughs> it's like your whole day. And I just, I, I was in a nine to five for a really long time. It was an eight to five actually. Oh, and wow. I just yeah. like, I, I started doing it again and I, I really like the job The people there are really, really great. And like, obviously like coffee and whatever, but, um, yeah. I, uh, yeah, it was just, it's just, it's a small team. So it's just like me and like two other production assistants. And I just was like, what if I did seven to three? And they're like, that's actually a really good idea. Cause I'm, I was telling them, I'm like, yeah, then our lunches aren't like on top of each other. And like, yes. I can prep us for the day. And like, what, like with my show schedule, like they're really cool about time off with like shows and stuff, which is really cool. That's but cool. if I work seven to three, I usually don't have to like leave early or if I leave early, I'm not, I'm missing like two hours instead of four. Right. And like, like things of that nature. And they're just like, no, it's a really good idea. And it's actually been working out really, really well. And right before that I was substitute teaching. So like I oh, already yeah. was ready to wake up that early. I actually wake up naturally or better anyway. Right. Uh, at six rather than like eight. I don't know why my room is like that way. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's, uh, it's weird, but it's been like the best thing for like, like natural time management. Cause it's just like, right. I go in the latest I work is three. Yep. Right. What else? Yeah. Am I, I'm not going to be doing music at 7am. Why would I be doing that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be psycho. Um, I, yeah, I'm done like the latest by three. I, drive home I like my my lunch is usually like at like 11 or 12 and uh I can go to the gym at 3 30 and nobody's really there because it's not rush hour and not like right before dinner or right after and I have like this three hour time where I can uh answer emails or uh, send uh like do music submissions for like festivals or um but like do some songwriting, uh, do some tracking for like this new stuff that we were doing um, and things like that. And I, it's been like, it's just been so nice because it's like, I have the, I, it helps with like the money consistency, obviously. And well, uh, all last year I tried to just do music myself. Um, I was like playing bass in another band and like, just trying to like book all that I could. And I found that like we were talking about, it just, it made the thing I like to do a job. And I, and it made me also like, not like put any of my energy or passion into like any of the new stuff that we're now doing. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't, it didn't make me think, it didn't make me think ahead and do anything intentionally. It was just making me think about, Oh, what can I do right now for money? Right. And a lot of people can do it. And I think that's really cool. Um, but like with the situation that I'm in, like being like a band leader and a founder and like, uh, especially what Lipstick Jody's trying to do, it just wasn't right. working. It just wasn't working. And I'm like, no, 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 I need to actually like make the time to, to put effort into this so that I can get, I can bring this to where I want to bring it and do the things that I want to do. Yeah. And it's just been, it's just been really, really helpful. And then also like gives me time to like have dinner with my wife and like make yeah. dinner and like, again, go to the gym and like, 
have therapy appointments at like a normal hour because I don't have to have them at like 6 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> or, or yeah. 8 a.m. Because it's just it's it just I don't know. It doesn't work for everybody, obviously, but like it's really just finding something that I like, waiting for a job where like the people are so chill the company is really chill, wants me yeah. to do, like, is like invested in what I'm doing, likes what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. They come to shows. It's really cool. And aren't like resentful when I have to take time off. Cause they're just like, you gotta go do what you gotta go do. It's just, it's just another job. And I have never had that in my entire life. <laughs> and what, like I've had a lot of jobs, what, what I- a relief that yeah. is to, for, for them to not only be interested in what I'm doing, but like want me to do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and not be mad when I'm not there. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's, it's so huge to like, and, and, you know, that's, that's been one of the hesitations of, you know, my whole life. Cause I, the only times I've worked non music jobs, it's either been, you know, like when I was in high school and involved more in like church stuff and it, there would be times where I'd get paid through like, what was it called? Like the workforce investment act uh, is some way of like people to getting stipends to pay. Not, I don't know what the legal working age is, but like paying, basically paying teenagers to do work that is technically volunteer, but not, you know, it's not like, Oh, volunteer construction uh, aside from, you know, a mission trip or something, <laughs> but oh, okay. yeah, just like you're going to go <laughs> fix roofs in Pittsburgh. Cool. Um, well, now that now the sixteen-year-olds are just bartenders at like Applebee's, it's really it's really weird. It's like it's really really weird. They're all just like filling. Yeah, that's that's been another you know like because I yeah when I brought up earlier like talking with people who are in management positions, it's like I get people want employees to do the yeah. work that they're trying to have done for the businesses, but there's I don't know how much level of self reflection they have because they don't see it. I feel like some business owners like granted, yes, it's terrifying to go into a pandemic and not know like how can you open or how do you, you know, Mm. we've made these adjustments to have takeout or, you know, we started using Uber eats, even though it eats into our bottom line or, you know, they've had Mm. to make difficult decisions, but then there's also the, the thing of like, all right, things are back to, you know, quote unquote normal or, you know, Mm -hmm. perceived normal. And what have you done to change your work culture to draw people who are fatigued from this way? And we've all had to work forever, (laughs) you know? Yeah. It's like also people that are having these huge realizations that like the thing that they're doing not only is not paying them enough money, but is not like actually their life. Because they've been convinced right. for so long that it, it like, oh yeah, no, like, like I, I, the, this corporation is me. And it's like, no, you are a cog in the machine, my friend. I'm so sorry. <laughs> like yeah, I, <laughs> you are just a person and they need you. Like, I, yeah. I, I think so much about, I, when I saw a friend um, from high school last year, he was talking about how his mother was you know very still very committed to this company she had been working for for like i don't know between 15 and 20 years but he was pointing out to her as like yeah but your pay's gone down in the last five years every year and your benefits have changed and you know like you're you're at an age where like 
they're they're expecting you to retire so they're you know they could rug pull those benefits at any moment they could just like kick you off before those kick in to mm-hmm. you know bring in a fresh hire like there's no like everyone thinks that because they went to the bar with their boss that you know especially the further removed from your boss like if it's like you know a small team it's more likely there's some camaraderie but there's you know like if you're working at like a big company that has thousands of employees, they're making these decisions that, you know, in their head are like, I have to, or else it, what, you know, it eats into my salary or my ability to run the business. But then they don't understand the ripple effect of laying off a thousand people and like, all right, that's, you know, let's just look at Timmy. Timmy now can't, you know, like, pay for this thing or has to drop out of school or has to, you know, sell their possessions to make rent or, you know, like Mm -hmm. there's no, there's no afterthought because, you know, I I think more of the, our generations and because I'm, I mean, I'm 30, I'm not that much older, but like, (laughs) especially the, you know, the gen, gen Z years and the zoomers, I guess that's the same thing, but um, I don't know what this, I don't know. know. (laughs) Whatever some, you know, social scientist said it was. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, like the way that they're they're learning more about you know the 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 struct the work culture structure of like you know all these people who love capitalism are because they've benefited the most from it. Absolutely. You know, and then the people who are examining capitalism are like, wait a minute. So you're saying like, you know, I have to give you two weeks notice so that you have the time to collect yourself and your idea of who you can hire and put out feelers and all that, but you can fire me for whatever reason yeah. at any point, anytime. Like that doesn't yes. seem like a problem. <laughs> no, like, not, not an issue. No, not an issue at all. Nope. Yeah. And, and yeah. that's a bit, you know, all, there's so many reasons that, oh yeah. Cause I, I was saying like I had done church work that was outside of music work until I started doing, I don't know, some more performing or sound work. Uh, and then, um, I had, uh, I had tried to work at a, um, a, uh, a steel plant. <laughs> um, I was doing, it was, it was a schedule that I'm like, how am I alive? It was, it was like, <laughs> I had, I would have classes like roughly eight 30 to like 11 ish. Um, and so I, you know, I have to get up early to get to, like drive downtown park, take the bus up to Allendale because I was going to Grand Valley. And that was like, all right, I need to budget at least an hour because if I miss one bus, I'll have a little bit of time to catch it. It's about a half hour to get up there. You know, basically fell asleep in all those math classes and didn't pass it. And then had a, you know, an ethics class or something. And then I'd get out at 11. I'd have that same window of time to get back home quick throw, you know, throw on my work boots, maybe, you know, whatever things I need to change into for work, grab a quick bite, drive to the plant, work one to five, leave the plant, go back downtown. Cause I was getting a stipend from the school to do the musical they were doing. So I would go back up to campus after work and do six to 10 and then go back home, same commute. So it'd be like three hours of commute every day, plus three different working environments. <laughs> God. And, and I did that for like two months and then I quit the job uh, before, you know, the 90 day whatever evaluation. And I I put in my two weeks around spring break and 
I was like, I'm, I can't like, <laughs> there's too, there's just too much. And, and, and yeah, it was like, it's like being in those environments against music stuff. It's like, I'm already doing so much music work. Why am I adding non-music work to it? But yeah. now I'm at the point too, where like, I'm trying to, you know, I want to get better at like soldering and, and working with electronics and there's back like the, back to the steel shop right back yeah go right back in <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, how I, I, that's actually how you end the story you're like yeah and i, and I i've worked i went right back there and started working again that's yep, just... yeah i've been there for seven years um but well it's like you know especially thinking of i have an office at third coast recording company and yeah. i'm trying to think of ways because I, I do a lot of session work there but it'd be nice to you know, develop some other skills where it like helps build out more of a team. So it's not just like, all right, these two engineers kind of do the bulk of the work. And then I am there to help speed up some of that with tracking, but I'm not always there. And it, you know, I, it's not like I get, every time I step in there, I get paid to do something either. So it's like right. trying to create work that warrants getting some sort of additional pay or something. But um, yeah, I was, you know, maybe it's a response to the pandemic. Also thinking of like a lot of musicians who were kind of settled into their rhythm of like, I got a weekly gig three times a week and I play these gigs and I've been doing that for 10 years. And then all of those went away. Yeah. <laughs> no, we had, like, a, we had yeah. one of those. It sucked. Like, and obviously it wasn't like our favorite thing to do, but we do right. like trying to do less than this year. We weren't doing that many to begin with, but it's just like, there are, there are those gigs that you like, you go and you play for like two or three hours and you add a shit ton of covers that I try, I try to do ones I like, but also that pander the audience, obviously, but like, right. In like, as an original band, that's not what you want to be doing, but it like, usually they pay pretty well. And like, you end up taking some people home with you, you know, and it's, but yeah, yeah. We lost a good, we lost a couple of those over the shutdown just because the restaurants died right like or the bars died <laughs> it's just yeah. like oh shit like <laughs> like no one yeah no one thinks about the actual ripple effect of that <laughs> yeah and yeah it's and it's also i think a lot of times too where a lot of the times when people see us working and playing in bands it's like we are genuinely having fun, even if it is work and we are, you know, being expressive and trying to be entertaining or trying to be connective in some way. But then they think, you know, they go home with that positive memory. And then sometimes, you know, they might not connect with your socials or they might not see other content other than stuff you've, you know, rehearsed, recorded and produced and put out. So there's no, like as, as much as people say like yeah social media is about authenticity it's like entertainers not no. so much <laughs> no like no, not I, all the time <laughs> I, every time i have to every time to make a tiktok i have to act something out like every time and it's like <laughs> i like doing it but yeah again right. like it's just like uh, would i do this would i do this naturally no yeah <laughs> like <laughs> no <laughs> i i did i did it when i was younger and i was like coming you know like it, it wasn't as serious then but i like i can i can remember like the the royals uh by lord uh cover i did like little oh, mini yeah. cover that i like put on instagram or something and like but 
it, I wouldn't do it as frequently or as like seriously as I do it now, like naturally, like absolutely not. <laughs> like, right. That's a lot. So that's a lot to think about. Like, yeah, I just and... come to a show, man. Like, I, just, I don't know. Or listen to our album. I don't know. Yeah. I've, like, I've had to navigate decision fatigue too, with like, you know, as creatives, we, we have so many tools that past generations didn't have, but at the same token, I feel like because of some of the restrictions on how stuff you know, it's like, all right, this single's going to radio and television. So there's only this we need to do to have that happen. And now it's like, oh, you could pop off on, I don't know, like Mixer or Twitch or, you know, <laughs> yeah. any of these any of these multitude of platforms that all have different ways of operating. And so you you feel compelled to like, okay, this, you know, I like being in a sandbox. I like, you know, seeing what toys I can, you know, play with and what things I can make. But then, you know, it's like you, you, you don't want to be omnipresent because you're, you know, especially if you're independent, cause it's hard to put out like, all right, I need to, you know, make 10 platforms worth of content every day. And then multiple times a day, <laughs> it's like, that's the part of time management. I haven't figured out yet. It's just yeah. like, I'm like, I, yeah, I can batch these, but like, but how? <laughs> how like but like, how and w like will it line up with what will like what's gonna happen next like how right. like how it like plan wise will this matter <laughs> like, like is it is like it's like a cost and like cost and effect like type situation i'm like is it is it worth the work that i'm going to be doing if like the planning all misses Right. Like if at the time that I post all misses, like, is it going to be like, I did, like I did this, this, I did the uh, scissor cover the other day. Cause I just like, I just wanted to like straight up. Right. Cause I'll get into like, I'll get, especially right now. Cause it's like, we have, I wrote so many songs. I wrote so many songs. That's <laughs> true. I wrote too many. I wrote way too many. And like, basically we've like condensed them um, into some body of work, but we want to like release uh, a couple singles like in the spring and then like shop around for a, a different label and um, also like keep working with the sync company that we, uh, we work with. Cause we got that Netflix deal and it's like, if you get one, you get, you start getting more, which is nice. It's just like, Oh no, we got on Netflix. <laughs> oh no. Yes. But like, yeah, just like, just to keep the momentum going and um, uh, just to continue to like create and like make art as well. But yeah. uh yeah, I just, I wrote too, I wrote too many songs, but when I get into that, I, when I get into that point, I, I don't want to write anything new. Cause it's just like, I need to focus on what's in front of me because if I, I, I literally cannot add another track to this. Like I can't do Stop. This. Like you got it. I'm like, you got to chill. Like you got to do anything else. So I'll start doing these like mini covers and it, it usually like helps with like, um, like any sort of like creative version that I'm having or like, Sometimes I just want to sing somebody else's song or sometimes I want to like do like an AB thing and kind of like see if I can recreate what they're doing. Right. Um, like just production wise, which like it's like it's stimulating. It helps me learn. And I think it's fun. And uh, yeah, I, I put it all together, thought it'd be cool. And then it just like didn't really do anything. And I'm like, what's that little bitch? Like, why? Like, it's just like, why <laughs> even? On. I'm like, why? Like, why did I even do it? 
Um, uh, <laughs> but at the same time, I have to like take a step back and remember, I'm like, no, you had fun doing that. Like, it's okay. Like, it's, it's literally yeah. fun. Like, and I also like, I'm sure someone enjoyed it. Like, I know Andy did. Like, right, like that's, yeah. that's all that matters. <laughs> like, yeah, I because I think of even like my Instagram stories, I I treat as almost like a, you know, it's like this is my brain. Like, look at it, mm-hmm. and see all these posts. That's my brain. It's uh, like, yeah, this yes. is interesting. That's funny. That's engaging. Hey, here's something about how like you know cities used to be built on walkability, and ever since the auto industry muscled their way into legislation, they've made everyone car dependent, and it's ruined cities. And that's why everything's not fun to try and do when you're trying to find <laughs> parking in the middle of downtown. Anyway, come see my show tomorrow. Like, it's yes. all just like this swirling like cacophony of like I have a lot of interests and it's trying to figure out a way to hone it and focus it in but also seeing people who are like you know multifaceted creative types who you know I think of like the game grumps they're like uh uh entertaining youtubers that it started as like in the the heyday of when let's plays i guess we're starting and a lot of people did the model of like all right there's a face cam put you in the window you know people still do that for live streams and stuff um but it was just two dudes on a couch playing random games and i don't know having fun with it and now game grumps as a as a brand is like they have a very robust merch store that has a lot of cool ideas that are very personable to the people involved they have they made a touring company to support, you know, creatives online who often get rejected by some of these like old media type, you know, agencies and they can help book, you know, international tours. They have like multiple music projects that also tour and sell out theaters. Like, and it all just started because some high school dropout was like, I want to play video games with my friend and then had the, at least enough of the energy behind it and a singular vision to like have like, all right, this is started. We'll develop it. This is a cool idea. Let's incorporate it. And it's, you know, they're not the biggest, you know, they're not like Mr. Beast who his, his brain is the algorithm. He knows how to like make a thing that it'll cost him a million dollars to produce, but he'll earn, you know, a a third of that from YouTube minimum in like the first week. And then, can sell you know the next third of it in merch in the net you know by the end of the month and then by the time the end of the month comes around the rest of the revenue comes in on the back end of the ads and and whatever brand deal and it's like okay i didn't grow up obsessing about the algorithm though so (laughs) that's not a skill set i have right so it's it's like figuring out the way to be expressive and 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 feel good about it and not especially me being the people you know people people's brain it's like i i wow. told you it's <laughs> it's like i think it um not to interrupt they usually no. do it they usually do it around like nine or ten at night um but lately it's been like closer to five which i find interesting. very interesting because i think they're scared of the dark is what i've decided <laughs> They don't. They don't want to do it at the dark. They're like, oh, the sun's gonna set. We gotta start. We gotta go around do our do our laps, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> like, anyway, <laughs> it's so annoying. I Jody and I are just like, God, ever like there they go, there they go, yet yep. again. There they go. <laughs> like yeah, like, like clockwork. <laughs> yeah, it's like the motorcycle gangs or whatever. The 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 the, the people on the mini bikes, the people on larger motorcycles, the 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 sixty people on mopeds, like just people just. <laughs> 
riding around town and it's like cool um yeah it's like you know it's it's about the same level of like I feel like I, I would give a flock of birds more like yeah because it's like <laughs> nature versus like yeah. compensating or anger or <laughs> I don't know you you like making loud noises and having the attention po pointed at you regardless of if it's positive or negative <laughs> yeah I'm like cool you own a, mo a motorcycle okay <laughs> like I could too yeah like, it's, okay sick yeah I I it's it's hard to get into a culture well I guess any culture where someone someone's personality is how much they own of from that culture versus like how much they're actually involved in it it's it's kind of weird like I follow video game collectors but a lot some of them some of them are like the reseller type that are like this is how you drop ship and it's like okay you're not a you just like the games because it's you know retro collecting is at a peak value right now and you're itemizing your store versus like i grew up with this and i love that i can you know it brings me back to childhood and here's a fun fact about <laughs> this game you might not have known um but anyway uh yeah like <laughs> um trying to uh oh what was i saying the motorcycles um, i know no that's that's <laughs> that happens daily in our house i'm like what were we just talking about they they they're ruining my life yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. i mean <clears throat> I, I guess overall it was just about like oh yeah it was about like um you know the intention behind content creating and trying to navigate those spaces and yeah just i don't know figuring out figuring out a way to, to do it that's fun and I, I think of like a post i made on earth radio's page the other day it took it took five seconds of thought to make it i just picked some photos from our photo shoot of hannah and it was her yeah, birthday yeah. and i was just like go say happy birthday and that got way i more thought that was cute yeah <laughs> i'm like that's it got way more you know way more being like instead of 20 it had 70. It's, it's like, always those ones. It's always yeah. the ones that you're like, I'm just gonna throw this together. I don't know. And the, it's it's always that one that's like, oh yeah, dude, like 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 like. That, yeah. uh, we played at Bell's last year, and I like I literally just like took like I sweeped my phone. Oops, like this. Yeah. And I um I just took a video of soundcheck like straight up, and it was just like, hey, we're playing at Bell's tonight. Which like again, usually like. <laughs> It's not always, but I always find it funny that like a lot of the posts that are like, hey, come play the show, like aren't as engaged with. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, damn it. Just like, just listen to me. Yeah, um, so like, what do you even follow me for then? Like, God, you don't even, you don't even like music, whatever. Um, but yeah, I just like, I just swept a sound check and it like, the reel like went off. Like, <laughs> and I'm just like, you guys, this is it. This, this wasn't even planned like there's nothing there's no there's nothing in this of value like really right like, yeah <laughs> so i don't understand why you're watching it <laughs> like i don't understand what's going on yeah it's and really, then it was really funny <laughs> yeah it's like and then you want to have like when something does pop off you want the feedback and then nobody you know no. it's like do you like these videos and it, it, there's no response to a q a or there's no and i'm like 
Okay, like I get that maybe I sent it during working hours or maybe you're going to get to it tomorrow, but the story is going to disappear tomorrow. Like, I don't know if you know how yeah. this internet thing works. We've been doing for 15 years. Literally. Like, it's, like, it's, so, it's so frustrating. I'm just yeah. like, I need like, like you, I'm, I'm doing this for you and I need you to give me the feedback that I need in order to continue to do this for you in like a curated way please please i'll do anything really (laughs) (laughs) it's like no but like we don't people please anymore dasher we don't do that yeah no (laughs) you don't get anything no 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 (laughs) but because it's like i think of at the extreme end of the spectrum it's like the people who have no shame there's either like i don't know the narcissistic personality disordered people the the grifter types at the worst end and then the weird in between like Florida is a content hub full of people who have gator in their name and have like, you know, filed teeth to look like an alligator and tattooed bodies. And they do, you know, hillbilly boxing and they just advertise it. And that's how they make a living. And you're like, what? (laughs) Like this, this guy's called gum gang. Why is he called gum gang? He has no teeth. Why does he have teeth? I don't know. He's just hitting this guy in the face and he's got 500,000 Instagram or, you know, like (laughs) it's like, okay, so what is my version? What is my level of not having shame is trying to make certain types of content that I I feel proud of, but then it's not reciprocated necessarily in ways I sometimes in ways I, I, I want to have happen where it's like, okay, there's, a regular, you know, people commenting or showing up. But then I also see people who, you know, they try to follow a model that's like, you know, like Kev on stage, like he's a comedian, he's a business owner. He does a great job of like, you know, he'll find some funny internet content, comment on it, and then pin his tour dates in the comments because it's usually like, you know, like, oh, the, you know, every black family had this in their home growing up and then whoop, millions of comments of just like, yeah, I had my mom had that too. My mom. And then that directly advertises his comments or the, you know, the comment post of the tour dates. But then other people who try to do that, they're just like posting memes with no comments and and just being like, isn't that funny? And then they get like 15 likes and they're like, my business strategy isn't working. I'm not saying anything. I'm just reposting <laughs> what's already everywhere on the internet and nothing's happening. <laughs> and it's yeah. like, uh, it's like trying to find the, I don't know, the middle ground of all the, all of this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, all is to say, I think um, I've, I've thought about it for a minute and I really just think that I'm going to turn the lipstick Jody TikTok account into a Taylor Swift cover account, because that's <laughs> the only thing that anyone ever responds to. Right. And gives me feedback about. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm just going to do that. <laughs> I just, I'm like, that's fine. I know a lot of the discography. I think it'll, I think um, that, if that's like the effort I need to put in, that's what I'm gonna, that's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> right. I'll just, I'm just gonna make. I'm gonna. And there's like a whole. <laughs> there's a whole um, <laughs> uh, TikTok um, theme. No, what am I trying to say? Not theme. I'm uh, I'm tired. Trend. Or... trend uh, yeah. 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 I, I'm tired today. Um. Of <laughs> like. Uh, it's like it's a bunch of queer people uh like completely like mostly lesbians like dissecting 
her like Taylor Swift songs and are just like, she's gay. Like, listen, she's gay. Look like, and there's like, it's like all of these little hints that she's like giving us. And like right. some of it's, some of it's actually pretty, um, some of it's, I, I mean, yeah. I mean, <laughs> to be honest, I'm just like, you know what, you know what? I, I can see it. I can absolutely see it. But, um, I think that I'm going to directly, I'm going to turn the Lipstick Jody account into a Taylor Swift cover account. And then I'm, I'm going to directly market to those, that, that pocket of people. Oh, yeah. And, uh, because I'm gay. And then I'm like, here, I'll actually take the Taylor Swift songs that you like, that you want to be gay so badly. And I'll make them that way. Perfect. Right. I, here you go. <laughs> that's, that's my new take strategy. <laughs> yeah. You can have it. <laughs> that's my, that's my brand new strategy that I just right. came up with. <laughs> oh, hear dogs barking. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's and that's the other thing too, is like seeing the people who found the niche niches within the niches, like uh on my other podcast that's focused around keyboard players, I um I'm trying to set up an interview probably at the end of February with um uh Glasses, who's like a a dude, I can never remember his actual name, but his his uh <laughs> his uh like when i first saw him he was he did a tiny desk in like 2019 where he was using you know a sequential synth keyboard thing and he was playing some you know cool melody line that had a pad and then in his left hand he had a modified akai controller where it had two rows of arcade buttons and then the little key normal key bed <laughs> and he was playing bass lines and then using the arcade buttons to trigger these um midi programmable like they look like little ball with little pistons and they just like trigger and hit drum heads so he was like playing That's bass sick. and a live kit with his left hand while playing other stuff and I need to go look that up it's really sick <laughs> yeah and and now he's gone down he's gotten really good because you know like jacob collier's done some midi art other people have done midi art um but he gets like you know someone will be like a bitch can't draw a skeleton and then he'll he'll like in real time play some convoluted sounding thing that kind of sounds like music and it and or like sounds more like music than you would expect to make an image happen in real time and i'm like okay is is the process are you like are you are you using the MIDI as like a like an artist would use a stencil and you're like tracing it out and then bouncing it to a score, learning the score and then playing it back? Or are you an artist in, in with that in the sense that you've learned different techniques of like if I play a major chord, this is what I can play. If I play an octave, this is what's drawn. If I play it, so it's like people people find those niches, but he also tours with uh Todd Rundgren. So it's like you know, he's got this online persona, thousands of people know about, but then there's a whole separate demographic that has no idea what he does online that just knows him as Todd Rundgren's keyboard player right now or something. So. <laughs> that's really, I just, I, I, it's really like, imagine just being like, like playing a synth. I, I, I don't know. I feel like I, I always have this idea, like, like when things are made and I'm just like, oh, they were just like sitting, you know just sitting down in their studio or like in their like space one day. And then like this accidentally happened. That's, that's always the story in my head where like, he was like, he's in there and he's just like screwing with some, like, he's just on a synth. And then all of a sudden, like, but he's got it like connected to, I'm, I'm picturing like 
the like a synth with like the little waveform oh yeah uh, box on it and he just like noticed that it kind of like made something and then um that's how that's how he was like actually i wonder if i could dive deeper into that and that's how it started to happen <laughs> i don't know right probably, yeah. probably not it but that's that's what in my that's what my mind wants to think <laughs> yeah well and then someone recently pointed out to him that if you spec was it like spectrally analyze the audio in like i think it was in an rf or our RX plugin, not RF, um, not the video format from the eighties or whatever. Um, <laughs> uh, it was like, it's like it, it, he took one of the MIDI art recordings. And then when he ran the audio through the, you know, and, and analyzed the waveform in this different presentation, it's still in the spectral analysis of it showed the image at, at a certain frequency range like he zoomed in and it's like yep there's the bat it's right there it, it's still there even in the audio it, separate from the midi and so now he's like do you want to see more of these and i'm like so now you just have a whole new library of like <laughs> content just because someone was like yeah that you could do this too and i'm like okay so is the idea gets super specific on creating something. And then as people also chime in with their input, it evolves how you can diversify it or like, I don't know. It, it, I, I was like, Kinda, I, crazy. It's, <laughs> it reminds me of the girl. Um, I can't think of her username right now, but she's a brunette and uh, probably like 25 or something, but she like, she had a Starbucks apron and she like, does all the weird crazy transitions and they just get like like as her like as her like career quote unquote has like moved on like the transitions get more and more intense and more and more like weird or creepy or scary but like it still like comes back to like the original thing that she did which was like she's got this like starbucks apron on and she like comes up to a car in a parking lot and it's just like here you go and it's just a cup of milk and a starbucks cup and then she like spills it she like tips it over like like as it's like as if it's a like dairy queen or something yeah and then pulls it back up and goes here you go and then she like backs up and like she's covered in milk because she's just spilled it all over herself and she just completely starts spinning so that the milk goes everywhere but she and it's so it's so absurd <laughs> like it's 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 very specific but that's what did it yeah <laughs> like it was just it was just so weird and she's got dead eyes right that, like so... people were just like what the hell is she doing i want to <laughs> see more of that and yeah. it was just it's just really funny it's just really good yeah <laughs> it's 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 definitely like because that's that's where i'm like you know it's like i think of reality tv it's like there's there's a comfort to some people in the in that format of like okay it's you know there's these 14 people and they're all thrown into a house and 90% of them are gorgeous. And you just figure out like, <laughs> you know, like, Oh, do I actually like these people? Who do I like? Who's my favorite team? This person hashtag. And then you just build a culture around that. But then I see like, you know, the internet and I'm like, it, it's way more interesting to like see these, you know, like I think of like, uh, like Tom Segura's podcast. I don't really, you know, I listen to it sometimes if there's like a fun guest, but his, his wife, uh, Christina, you know, also a great comedian. Um, she will curate the weirdest parts of TikTok that she'll find. And it's, it's like, it's like, you know, 
men in their 40s crying because like said martha you never answer the phone baby i would need you babe and it's like <laughs> that's this is not a private message <laughs> oh no and then like you know some dude from florida who's like what 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 are your passions well uh i have rainbow dreads and i eat roaches and you're like what <laughs> you have a this is a career how do you <laughs> It's like what? <laughs> just because she was just she just noticed something that was like happening that like these that like these specific things are happening and she's just like let's dissect this yeah. <laughs> like let's let's fixate on this for a moment yeah I think it's and, great and I love like because I I remember showing um, Steve Leaf um, some of Drew uh, YouTuber Drew uh, Drew Gooden who I guess started on Vine when that was a thing and then. <laughs> Um, he makes a lot of commentary videos and a recurring series he does around the holidays is he'll he'll consume a lot of like, you know, like Hallmark Christmas movies or Netflix, Chris, you know, like really bad or very vapid, you know, kind of like copy paste, especially the Hallmark. Like you look at a smearing of their covers and it's like couple in front of Christmas tree, warmth of fire. It is Christmas <laughs> and like, <laughs> like home for Christmas. I will be home for Christmas, not home for Christmas, making it home for Christmas, home for the holidays, holidays at home, home. And, <laughs> and he'll find the ones that are like, like that are just so funny to talk about for all the little details. And it's like, that's a niche that would be fun to occupy. Cause it's like, you get to be creative in how you present it it's it's just funny to like look at a thing that was produced and be like how how who was making these decisions right. Why, you know like this extra is like doesn't have a line but they don't walk off frame and they're they can't get into the house that's you know part of the shot so they're just standing in the doorway looking at the camera or like God. you know like, like who greenlit like, this yeah i'm like this movie was a million dollars like how i would love a million dollars <laughs> yeah I'm like give me a million dollars and i will not waste it all at once on a bad thing no shit yeah no, i will seriously. invest it over the next 25 years I love 30 it. years <laughs> that's, that's so but, good yeah it's it's uh yeah it's it's definitely a i don't know a good a good time in terms of like awareness and clarity in a lot of the music industry, but it's also an interesting time of like, you know, like Facebook's being, you know, under fire for so many things and they own Instagram. And yeah. It's like, I, I don't, yeah. It's like, you can't cause a genocide in Myanmar and not have people be like, Hey, no, wait, <laughs> don't wait. do that. <laughs> It's like, stop. And like, <laughs> and then like, you know, the, I know some of it is cybersecurity threats. Some of it might be anti-China propaganda, but you know, like with TikTok being, you know, investigated. Um, and then it's like, okay, let's, I guess I'll stay on Twitter. Nope. It's owned by a, a spoiled fail son and he's hates people who make fun of him. <laughs> Sure does. Sure does. <laughs> but I went to the moon. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, I'm cool. I have a lot of money and I wasted <laughs> it on <laughs> on a website that I was using for free to pretend I was the lord of the incels. <laughs> really though. Really though. It's, like, it's just wild right now. I don't yeah, I it's funny that I didn't think I was gonna come talk about 
the internet today. Like I really did. <laughs> no, that's that's part of this podcast is like I you know if I come in with prompts, it's you know it it helps steers conversation. But I I like you know I like the conversations that are like no that you know like you're gonna hear us promote our albums like that's a given. You're gonna hear us talk about like that chord that was awesome. I played that chord. <laughs> it was sick and then you know it's like but how often are you going to hear people's you know process or approaches you know stuff that other musicians can benefit from but also people who are outside of the music space can be like oh that's interesting because i'm barely Mm -hmm. on face i i'm only on facebook to share you know uh unironic like wine mom you know signs that are actually turned you know they're set against a a stock photo of a sunset and it talks about how life is a beach or something and yeah and they're like they have no like it's like it's almost like they thought that that just appeared one day like no one made that like (laughs) that was made for them wow yeah by god himself (laughs) yeah god is in the algorithm (laughs) (laughs) it's not it's not incorrect he 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 he, she is they hey you know god they them (laughs) (laughs) they them jesus (laughs) that's actually me i'm changing our band name immediately oh my god they them genius or genius jesus i mean either way let's go (laughs) jody will be so happy she'll be like oh the band's not named after me anymore. Thank God. <laughs> I can finally have some peace. I can finally rest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's really good. Yeah. Well, yeah, it was, it's been great chatting and I'm, I'm sure yeah. we'll, you know, chat again on this podcast at some point. And, you know, we got Would the show, to. the show on uh, March 18th for all you people out there who want to come That's see right. Uh, Lipstick Jody, um, Lady Ace Boogie, who I'm, you know, trying to get on the podcast before then too, and um, you know, Earth Radio's putting out our new music. So the pause was gonna was I thought you were gonna forget like the last man. I'm like, it's you, man. Like <laughs> I was like, no, and, uh, it's the other one. I, I'm the, the I know I'm there. But, am I attending the show? Why am I promoting it? Um, <laughs> But it's actually, we're actually just gonna we're gonna we're gonna be earth radio and you guys can be <laughs> lipstick Tony. so i that would be a funny i feel like steve leaf would be into that idea like oh yeah book like a three-band bill but we learn each other's music and parody <laughs> each other's bands <laughs> that'd be insane i like, like a halloween I, show or something <laughs> yeah i would like i would absolutely uh i like i basically like drag like do drag as hannah absolutely <laughs> like, <laughs> like absolutely would do that yeah, yeah so that'd, that'd be a funny so I, I had that thought about trip. You know, it's like, why do we need to only have tribute bands to like the dead? Like, why can't right. we like celebrate people who are living and doing things right now? <laughs> That's why than- I like Drag Race because it's like a lot of the time they're like just they're just being like they're doing like share impressions or like um, when they do like the Smash game, they're like just being all of these alive celebrities. And I'm just right. like, this is so good. <laughs> like, just I can't like I can't imagine like watching that and then like seeing somebody like impersonate me. It would, that would that'd be the highlight of my life just like i'm like you got it you really did it or you didn't and it's hilarious yeah like 
you really didn't, but you went for it. <laughs> yeah, right, right. But yeah, no, I'm I'm so excited for the show. It's gonna be really fun. Yeah, <laughs> that's a really that's a really good bill. <laughs> yes, if I do say so myself. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, is there anything? I don't know. Like you're working on new music, but I don't know if there's anything in lipstick Jody sphere people should know about, or where should people? Because you know, I'll put links and stuff. Where should people mm-hmm. find who, who and where you are? <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I mean, uh, we have a collection of songs that we are uh, finishing up right now. Um, we're going to release probably uh, two or three of them this spring, uh, probably March, April, um, and then go on a couple of. Uh, out of town, out of state, uh, mini tours with a couple of really cool bands. So I'm just, Oh, nice. Yeah. It'll be, it'll be cool, but, uh, no like solid dates quite yet, but just, (laughs) just know that there is new stuff coming and it is a lot. Uh, we were showing pink sky, actually some of them, like just the demos and they're just like, these sound so like mature, like, (laughs) like it really sounds like you guys like figured it out. And I'm like, yeah, I'm, we're really, really excited for them. It'll be, they sound really, really cool. And like, I love, I love the last album we did, like, don't get me wrong, but, um, I really like honed in like storytelling because I never really let myself do that. Oh yeah. Um, I usually I'm pretty vague with my lyrics but I actually like focused on uh, that and um, just also Andy and I realized a lot of our songs from the last album are like slower. (laughs) Like, and we were like, no, we want people to dance. (laughs) So we wrote a lot of really fast, like (laughs) upbeat, like head bobbing, like actual fast dancey songs. So I'm excited to play those live too, which I, I think we're going to bring a handful of them to the show in March. Ooh. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Exciting. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. If I don't, I mean, with this musical contract, I won't see a lot of people till that show, but if I don't <laughs> see you before then I'll see you at the show. <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs> I'm excited. Yeah. Awesome. Carly Morehouse, everyone. Wasn't that great? You can catch Lipstick Jody around Michigan, around the Midwest, and you can see them, like we mentioned, on March 18th when Earth Radio releases our next EP. The bill will be us, Lipstick Jody, and Lady Ace Boogie over at the Pyramid Scheme. So get your tickets, all those good things. But go check out Lipstick Jody, check out all the stuff they're doing. Great group of people, super fun to talk to Carly. And again, if you wanna support these podcasts, you can go to patreon.com slash dutchersnedeker. You can also check out stuff on dutchersnedeker.com. But until the next episode, see you then. Thanks for tuning in.